0: Hello, everyone.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Funnels and Follow-Up, the show where we talk about what is your business funnel? What is the way that you are bringing people into
0: your, um, into your world? And then bringing them on that path, mm-hmm. that, that journey to, to your high-ticket item. Yeah. And I'm, I'm emphasizing high ticket item because that's where you really want them to go. So you have your funnel, you put them in and then you need to do other things with them to get them into that journey. And then guess what you got to do?
1: You got to keep following up up with them. You know, follow up is part of the funnel too. Once they're in and you've, and you've, you know, talked to them the first time, that's the top of the funnel. And then the bottom of the funnel. Don't think you got to bring them out one at a time. Bring them out in a great rush, like a great, huge, you know, rush of people coming out the bottom. And here's um, the cool
0: thing: you get the right people into the top of your funnel. Yeah. Every single one of them are going to come out the bottom. That's which right. Is what you want?
1: That's right. And there are different parts of the funnel. It's not just those pages uh, that you know that that certain companies uh, talk about. It's not just, uh, you know, have a page, make a million dollars. No, there's a lot of tactics to it. There might be networking to get your funnel. There might be emails. There might be bots. There might be a lot of things. But one of the things that you most certainly need as planes go overhead here and we're being bombarded, one of the things that you most certainly need is a website. So today we're talking to Taryn Gimple of... Photo Ross,
2: yeah. Vitauris,
1: but it's Photo yep. Ross, and Taryn, we've known forever. Welcome to the show, Taryn.
2: Thank you. I'm glad to be here. seems like the right show for me to be on.
1: I think so. I, I think so.
0: Anything having to do with us is the right place to be. This exactly. Trist- See?
2: This is true. Trist- Barry trist- knows what's up.
0: That, that's right. So So here's what we're <laughs> going to be talking about a little bit how to create a lead generating expert positioning website in 30 days or less. And that's your expertise, Taryn. So first question I want to ask you is what
2: makes a great website? Well, that's a that's a great question to ask, because uh, this is probably the biggest problem that I see when I go to most websites is that people don't plan their website when they start first creating it. Uh, A lot of people take that first step and they go, you know, I want a website that looks amazing. And we all do. Right. We want a website that really uh, showcases us in the best light. Um, But a big mistake that I see people make is that they don't plan that strategy ahead of time. And so when you're building your website, you always wanna have that big big picture strategy in mind. And, and what I call this is your website focus. So generally a website focus is dedicated towards getting people into your, um, you know, in, in this case, it could be your low end programs, it could be leading into a high end program, or it could be uh, pushing people towards opting into a free gift. Um, but we're, regardless of what you're sending people towards, regardless of what action you want people to take, Every single page has an action on it. I think probably the biggest issue that I see right now is I'll go to a website and that website will say, you know, oh, check out our blog. I go to the blog and that's just it. The blog has no call to action. The blog is not telling them how they can learn more. The blog's not telling them that they can um, actually work with you. It's just giving them pure information. And that's a huge lost lead right there because if somebody is looking at that blog post, right away that person's going, I want this. I want to know some information about this. But if you don't give them anything to follow up with after the fact, then that's it. That's all they're going to see from you and they're very likely going to leave. And that's called a bounce on your website. When somebody lands on your website They stay on one page and they leave without looking at anything else.
0: And and you know, what you said is so important. You must have a call to action. Oh yeah. Your your website is there unless it's your hobby website and you don't care. If it's your business website, the purpose is to have people do something.
1: Yeah. It it could be
0: as simple as clicking a link to get your freebie. If you have a freebie that you're giving away, it could be contact us for more information on this particular thing that we're talking about something, some call to action to make them move. Yes. I
1: mean, you know, even even the, the stupid joke of, you know, the old comedian, thanks very much. I'll be here all week. Try the veal. Try the veal. That's the call to action. Try the veal. Yep. Everybody's got a call to action. Do something, do anything to get people to take a next step. That's, you know, that's the funnel part of the funnel. Otherwise it's a colander. We say this over and over and over again, but it's true. If they come in and they leave, it's a colander. If they come in and you take them by the hand and you guide them along, it's a funnel. That's what it means to have a funnel. So call to action, fabulous. But Taryn, how do I get people to take that action on, on the website, You know, short of me having a video on every single page going, push the freaking button, just push the damn button. What else can I do?
2: So, (laughs) so, uh, the biggest thing there really comes down to content at that point. Once you've got somebody on your website and they're actually reading through, you need content that's applicable. Uh, And another big uh, problem that I see people make when they're first setting up their website is that they are putting down what they think they should be putting down on their website. So this tends to be along the lines of, you know, Hey, if you join us, check out this, and then they start to talk about a very, very technical aspect of what they do, or they start to talk about a very broad, like emotional aspect of what they do, but neither of them really give a solid answer as to what it is that they do. Or on top of that, it also, um, is positioned from this perspective that um you know as they're reading through it they're like oh yeah i'm starting to understand this but i really don't understand is this for me and so what you want to do is you want to actually go out and do some market research before you really launch that website and maybe you've done market research in the past um okay. and chances are you can use that old market research but you want to reference back to that old content that old Um, focus that you did to understand what it is that your clients are actually thinking about what the problems they are feeling are, so that you can talk to those problems, you can speak to them. And when they say, Hey, I've got this huge problem in my business right now, that you can actually say, Hey, if you have this huge problem in your business right now, I have a solution for you. Let's talk about that a little bit. And you can build that right into the content. You can build um, basic answers into the content. So when somebody goes, yep, this uh, sounds like it. They have more than just a single answer for me, that when you start to show them, you know, oh, if you have this problem, let's talk about some other problems that you have. Let's have a conversation. Let's open up that door and get on a sales call. Let's open up that door and get you uh, into a free webinar. Let's open up that door uh, and get you looking at more of my content um, that drives them through that funnel that gets them to actually take that next step with you, whether that is giving up their personal information, um, to get that free gift. It's giving up their personal information to get on a phone call with you, or it's actually opening up their wallet to buy that basic level, um, basic level, uh, product from you. Um, that tripwire product that gets them to go, yeah, whatever the, it is that they have to offer, I want a piece of it. And they actually open their up their wallet to get that, uh, get that piece from you.
1: Okay. So, uh, Everybody out there that's uh, that's listening, watching, pull out your notebooks, pull out your pens. Because here's the key. You need great content. You need to have something that's engaging. And you know this for yourself. If you're reading something and it totally sucks, you move on. And it's official. It's official, ladies and gentlemen. We have a, a an attention span less than that of a goldfish. Less than a goldfish. So great content, number one. How do you get great content? Taryn said it. You need to know what the pain points of your clients are. They need to know that you know what they're suffering from, what their pain is, what they need, and you provide those solutions for them. So you get the content by knowing their pain points and by providing the solutions. Is that pretty much it?
2: Definitely. Yeah. Um, and if you've never done market research before, um, go out and find find some um, solid questions that you can ask and don't just send out a survey. Don't just send something out and hope people answer it. Actually talk to people and find out what they are thinking and they are feeling about that problem. And don't be afraid to ask the same question over and over and over again until they exhaust all of their answers. Don't just get that surface level answer and go, yep, that's enough of an answer for me. I'm good to go. Get all of the answers from them. Mm -hmm. And once you have all the answers, then take a step back and move on to the next question. Uh, Because if you're just going to get that surface level answer when you build out your content on your website, you're only going to be speaking from that surface level. And if you can't dig deep and actually talk to people in that deep down pain that they have, then you're going to just be another surface speaker. You're going to be somebody that is all about that superficial uh, little problems that people have that ultimately most people can actually find the answer on the Internet somewhere other than just your website. But if you dig deep and find that deep problem and you speak to that deep problem. Mm Um, you're going to be seen as much more of an expert. It's going to position you significantly higher up there because you're going to be somebody that truly understands the big picture problem, not just all those surface little problems that people have.
0: Yeah, it's a matter of keep asking why. Or one one of our mentors likes to say, so what, then what? And you just keep going because then you're going to find the real pain point.
1: Yeah, I mean, think think about how you answer your own questions, you know? What do you want for dinner? I don't know. I know what I want for dinner, but like I want Barry to say it first. And then I want to see if I agree with him or not, or if I can accept it.
0: For the record, it's usually a thick steak.
1: It's usually a thick steak. Sorry to all the vegetarians and vegans out there. (laughs) But yeah, dig deep, dig, dig really deep. Um, So Taryn, Barry and I are, significantly older than you. And um, we were around uh, when websites first started coming out. I'm not entirely sure you were born at the time. <laughs> but seriously, um, you know, when we started out, websites, what what was cool was to have a spinning envelope that you could click on uh, to send somebody an email. And okay. even back then, we knew that that sucked as design. Um, so you, you try to keep things, you know... It, it, for some reason, once upon a time, um, you know, when, when we went from brochures to websites and you want to keep your brochure clean, but all of a sudden you want your website to have everything in the kitchen sink, some people still believe that. So how important is the design of the website? I mean, I got great content. I've got all the information there. It's all there for you to see. Why do I care about my design?
2: So um, I, think, I think we all care about design uh, at that base level. It's that first thing that we're thinking about, um, but there there's two big pieces to design and I'll, I'll talk about both of them likely, uh, but let's talk about this first big piece, which actually goes back to the strategy, which is the flow of yeah. your website. Um, if you haven't done it already, Uh, Grab a giant pad of paper because usually you do need one um, or get together um, like, you know, a couple of pieces of paper and get some sticky notes together and actually map out your website, figure out how uh, the format of your website is. So that kind of design first and figure out how all the pages are connected together. Um, When you do this, you're going to actually be able to spend a lot of time understanding where each page is sending people. um, And that can help you to actually change the focus of certain pages. So if you have um you know nine out of ten pages are sending people to your blog but your blog is sending people nowhere then you should probably spend uh, or take either the blog and have that send people places uh, or take those same nine out of ten pages that are sent people to the blog and have them send to a free gift have them send to a consultation session have them send to anything else that is going to give you more time um, in front of them from that sales perspective and less time in front of them just in pure content. Having content is awesome. It gives people the opportunity to learn more about you, build that know, like, and trust factor with you. But just having pure content is not gonna get people all the way with you. You need to give them the opportunity to uh, actually work with you. And a great way to do that is to going back to call to actions, set up a great call to action on every page, and have that format and and know how people are actually going through your website, know that flow that if they go to each page, what the next step in the funnel is going to be through your website. So
0: now if somebody already has their
2: website set up, Mm. does it make
0: sense for them to hopefully they have uh, something like Google Analytics set up on there, make does it make sense for them to go through those analytics, see how long people are spending on a page, see where they're leaving, uh, and and readjust their site using those statistics.
2: Yeah, so you can you can do this in a couple different ways. Um, Google Analytics will give you some pretty great information. Uh, you can also use. Uh, What's called Hotjar, which is a tool that you can install on your website as a whole. Um, And Hotjar allows you to actually track how people interact with every single page in your website. Um, But then, yeah, after you have mapped out your website, after you have those pieces in place and, and you've gotten rid of all the dead ends, so maybe all those blog posts that aren't already sending people places, Um, Getting something like Google Analytics or Hotjar onto your website in a way that allows you to actually see all the activities that people are taking um, or all the actions people are taking on your website will give you that chance to really see what people are doing. And once you know what they're doing, you can actually start to uh, eliminate... uh, multiple or confusing choices that people have. If you notice that people will, um, scroll over certain sections and they'll stop and and there's two choices there and they'll look at both of them and then they continue on, which is a great tool that Hotjar, uh, or a great use that Hotjar has, um, then you can actually eliminate one of those choices. Just make it a single choice and get people to just take that one choice with you. As one of my mentors says uh, all the time a confused mind never makes a decision so if you put people in that position where they're like well i have so many options i don't know which option to take because they aren't sure which one is going to be most valuable to them um yeah. then they're, they're going to take no option because the only way to guarantee yeah. that they won't fail in that circumstance and pick the wrong option is if they pick no option so right. eliminate right. eliminate the multiple choice as much as you can eliminate the confusing choices um, and really focus your website towards um, those uh, specific purposes that you have. Get, get rid of all your dead-end web pages, a page that doesn't lead anywhere, um, and you'll end up with a website that will be a lot cleaner, a lot smoother. It will uh, transition from page to page a lot more effectively, and you'll know that each page that you have on your website has a purpose. You don't just have yet another content page. You have a page that's actually going to do something for you if somebody lands on it.
0: Cool. And even if you think you have a great website, let me tell you something. We spent what five minutes with you yesterday, and just talking, and you you just started spewing things. Here's the notes Catherine was taking while we were on the phone with you, and just and you were just glancing. This is just that was just a real quick overview. So there's some amazing things that you can do with your existing yeah. website to fix it, and you know get the experts' eyes on yeah. the website. I
2: got to say, Catherine and Barry, you guys, the work that you put into your website is pretty awesome. Again, I didn't look at it for very long yesterday, but you guys, I can clearly see that you've spent the time and whether you were um, thinking about it or not. You put the time in to make sure that there was a call to action on every page, every page that I went to, there was a way to contact you. Every page that I went to, there was some more information about you. Um, So it was really cool to just be able to go on there and see so many of those um, aspects of your website already set up because I go to a lot of websites and I don't see those kind of things. Um, Oh, yeah. huge, huge gaps in contact information where you're like, how do I contact this person? And there's only one way to contact them. And you have to go through like a six or seven page, um, you know, map to find that one way to contact them, which completely eliminates the whole, like, why bother at that point? Why, why is somebody gonna go looking to contact you? Why not open up the door and make it easy for them to contact you? Right, and, and you know, you have
0: to pay attention to the website as so well. One of the things you said to us was, well, your Facebook link, is a bad link, and when I looked at it, we rebranded back in January, which meant our the Facebook link changed, and I completely forgot about it in that one spot on the website, which happens to be on every page on our site. So seeing that's like, oh right, get the experts' eyes on there, get fresh eyes on there to pick up on what you forget about, and take the time go through your website once a month. See what's good, what's bad, what needs to be changed, uh, you know, just stay on top of it. So it is always fresh.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: And uh, OK, so, to go, go ahead. Your Tara,
2: sorry, so, sorry. It, it doesn't take you very long to go through your website either. Um, uh, once you once you've got most of it mapped out, you can really just uh, w- what I'll do is I'll just click on every button. Um, and so long as every button works, then I know that the, my website works. Right. Uh, and if I'm making dramatic changes, like right now, I'm having a whole bunch of sales pages built out. Um, but for quite a long time, I've had no sales pages because I've effectively been selling through my website without those sales pages because I've just been sending people directly to an application page. But now that my business has reached a point where I've got multiple offers, um, I want to make it clear that when somebody uh, for for myself, when somebody's making an application, Um, that they are applying for a very specific one of those offers. So I know what somebody's looking for before they start to work with me. Now, what's really important about that is all three of those offers are very tightly woven together. Um, I've got a, you know, how to do it yourself, uh, let's do it for you, and then a very top level stuff with uh, funnels. Um, But all of those pieces, um, they're all Hmm. very, very intertwined with each other. Um, knowing how to do it yourself is intertwined with having somebody else do it for you. Because if you if you don't know how to build your website, if you don't know how to map your website out, you really should have somebody else do it for you. Um, but at the very least, know what you want them to do. Don't just assume that they'll get it right the first time because very very often they don't.
0: Yeah, and people a lot of times people that do it themselves will either have one of the two. They'll either have the technical knowledge to be able to do it, or they'll have the creative know-how to be able to write the content, but kind of hodgepodge it together, thinking that it, that it's okay. So it's a matter of, again, getting the right people to do the right job for you. Definitely.
1: Uh, absolutely, and it's, it's also, okay, so here you say, you, uh, expert positioning website in 30 days or less. Yep. Everyone who's out there listening to this podcast, watching this live stream, If it's taken you more than 30 days a year.
0: Catherine's referring to one of our clients, just so you
1: know. know, Maybe you want to get with Taryn and say, I need help. You don't have to hold on to it all yourself. That's number one. Number two, Taryn, I've got a question for you. So let's say, all right, I'm, I'm pushing this, right? I'm promoting this. Now, can you say, cause yes, absolutely. A confused mind never buys. Do no. not put your people into analysis paralysis, don't do it. But can you say something like, okay, this is what we're promoting. And this is our middle item. Yep. We have other solutions for you just in case this one isn't right. We have other solutions for you. Is that a, do you like that way of doing it? Do you not like that way of doing it and why?
2: Um, I, I do actually like if you uh, don't want to put everything onto your um, business website. So I, I've worked with some people that have um, their primary product is course creation. Right. Yeah. And uh, they sell, sell, sell course creation. But at a higher level, they also uh, teach on things like public speaking. They teach on things like funnel management. They teach on things like they teach on so many different big level topics that when somebody comes in, they are coming in usually for that course creation problem. But that doesn't mean that that's the only problem that they have. Um, And uh, in a very top level sense, uh, he teaches marketing. So when you apply to work with him, you're not necessarily applying for somebody to come in and help with your courses, you're applying to help uh, to have somebody come in and help you with your marketing. And through that conversation, um, when he talks to you and and learns a little bit more about you, if he finds (laughs) out, oh, yeah, you know what? You have a course problem, but you also need a speaking issue and we got to get the funnel set up and got to do this and that, and the other thing, um, you can bring up those other pieces later. Um, but ultimately the best thing that you can do is try to stay specialized, even on your website, try to really let people know that there is only one big thing that you're trying to get them to take action on with you, because it's the same, it's the same issue. If you have a lot of different, different types of, uh, offers unless those offers are very intimately intertwined with each other, um, where it's essentially, you know, the difference between uh, the low end and the middle tier and the middle tier and the uh, high tier is just the amount of money that you put in to get different levels of support. Um, But otherwise they're all very, very intertwined with each other. Um, Then you can have that be clear to people. Yes, I have lots of different offers that I can give you. But if your offers um, are dramatically different, Um, Then just keep it focused to one thing, because ultimately when somebody comes to work with you and you focus in on that one thing, if you can sell them that one thing, work with them, serve them with excellence, get them the results that they're looking for when they reach the other side, they're going to already know that you have more to offer than just that one thing.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: when they go, wow, this was such an amazing time that I have with you, they're already <laughs> going to be telling you about the problem that they have with their public speaking, how they see, they, they can't get their stories right. They can't get their uh, stories to convert. Or they're going to say, you know, oh, I've set up this funnel I, or have this funnel set up, but I just can't get results from it. You know, I'm not seeing anything coming out of this. This is the time where when you start to talk to them, you go, oh, well, I have a public speaking program. Oh, well, I have a funnel building program. And you start to talk to them a little bit deeper, and they already have that no like, and trust factor with you. So you don't have to, right in the very beginning, tell them about everything that you do. Yeah. Right in the very beginning, you can hone and you can focus, and you can say, listen, I have lots of different things that I can offer you, but let's talk about the one problem that you're having right now. Let's fix that problem, and we'll talk about the rest later. Yeah. And that's
0: exactly what we're talking about, leading them on that journey to your high-ticket item.
2: Definitely. Yep.
1: Don't don't vomit on people. Shh. <laughs> stop talking. Don't, when you're out there, you, you have every, every single one of us has a lot to offer. Um, every single, whatever it is that we do, we have a ton to offer. Um, you know, even something, Oh, yay. Look at that. There's something we forgot to do. Um, every single one of us, even you're selling makeup, right? You're selling makeup. Um, and you're selling makeup to a woman who doesn't bother with it. And, and, you know, but all of a sudden she wants to look more professional, whatever. Don't, don't go in, jump in and say, you know, Oh, you need the whole makeover and here's $500 worth of stuff. You go, all right, let's just get a little color on your lips. Yeah, I know. I'm talking, I got two guys on the show and they're sitting there going, what the hell is she talking about? Let's just get a little color on your lips. Let's, you know, let's do that. Let's just one step at a time. Everything is one step at a time. Um, you know, not to drag it out or anything, but certainly don't overwhelm people. That's, you know,
0: that's, that's kind of, kind of the rule of thumb. Don't overwhelm people. They'll go. And and you know what, If, if you have, if your website has all of these different things that you do and you have a menu item for makeup and a menu item for health and wellness and a menu item for chiropractic, you're going to confuse people. They're not gonna. They're gonna think that you are a jack of all trades and master of none. It's plain simple. and simple. Oh, you might be great. I
2: was like, the moment you brought that up, I was like, yeah, you don't want to be on your website. You don't want to be a jack of all trades and master of none. Because if you are, if you're a jack of all trades, you're not a specialist. If you're not a specialist, you're not an expert. If you're not an expert, you're not really the best that could be doing what they're doing. So if they come to you and they go, oh well, if he's not the best, I should look for somebody that is the best. I I want somebody that can get me results. But if you're a specialist and you say, this is what I specialize in you, you're already positioning yourself as the best. Don't try and position yourself as everything because you're going to look like somebody who's good at nothing. Exactly.
0: Beautiful. Look at Catherine. I mean, no, (laughs) But I will tell you, Taryn, the first thing that we're going to do, and we're done with this live stream is create a new video for Catherine that she's just going to be there. Click the button. Just click the button, and we're going to put it on our website.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just stop. Stop thinking about it. Just click. Click the darn button. Click. No. Seriously. Um, which would be uh, probably you would consider a design flaw, I would guess. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. What are some of the other? Okay, so spinning logos bad. Spinning uh, envelopes for email bad. A video saying "click the darn button, bad." What are some of the other design flaws that that you come across that you know maybe not maybe you're not as obvious as those?
2: Um, that that's a that's a complicated question without showing you examples. Um, but what I would suggest for anybody on the call uh, that would like to um, they are either looking to update their website or they would like to make it a more professional website. Um, you can go out and you can, uh, essentially you can, you can website hack somebody else's website. And I'm not saying go and you know, steal their password, fish for their password. What I'm saying is go to somebody else's website that you look at and you're like, this website is professional. It is clean. It's sharp. Uh, it gives me a really good feeling when I'm here. Like I, I it looks like the, the professional level that I want to also represent for myself. And when you see that website. Uh, look at the design of that website, study the pieces that you're like, this is really, these are really nice aspects of this website. And then don't be afraid to take those same aspects of that website and go and put them onto your own website. So, Don't spend time um, looking at somebody else's website um, and going like, you know, oh, what are all the design flaws here? Just look for the pieces that you really like. Take those different little pieces, put them onto your own website, and you can start to build out a website that looks really professional without having to be a graphic designer of any kind. Sorry about that little banner that popped up. That's all right. (laughs) I
0: clicked the wrong button. There we go, that's what I wanted to click. There it
2: is. Yeah, look at other websites. Uh, When you when you study other websites that honestly, um, that was how I when I first made my first website, God, you don't even want to see the pictures of that one. I had like a weird orange background. Everything was left aligned. It was boxy. Uh, It didn't make any sense. It didn't do anything. Right. But this was the first website I was creating. I was doing a lot of testing with it to figure out how everything worked um and so that's that was what i was doing with my website but when it came time to actually make my website and i was trying to build out that website um every time i kept recreating it recreating and i tried to make it from scratch and every time i'd come back to it and be like this sucks like i have the technical know-how but when i'm looking at the design there's nothing here nothing makes sense like it doesn't flow very well it doesn't look very nice and what i realized is that I was like okay let me go study some other websites and when i looked at those other websites i was like oh that's a really nice design there i'm going to take that and then i started to look at some other websites oh that's really nice design i'm going to take that and i started to look some at some really nice professional um, expert positioning websites so like personal branding websites that people had and i started to take pieces of those as well and ultimately my website is just a conglomerate of a whole bunch of different other websites pulled together and put into my own with my content but I didn't have to come up with a design at that point. I spent a lot of time looking at what other people's websites had that made them look really nice and just copying those pieces and putting them on my own website. And you know,
0: that's interesting. You say that because honestly, when it comes to design, there's nothing new, everything is derivative and the trend in websites changes fairly quickly. Like every year or so, you see a new trend in how the sites are looking, um, how they're cleaner or the navigation is in a different spot. So they're, they're constantly changing and that's another reason to constantly go over your website and make sure you're keeping with the trend. So it doesn't look like a website from 1995 with the flaming logos and spinning icons.
2: I've, I've run into a couple of those websites and I got to say right away, I'm like, oh, this person is out dated and yeah. I don't want to be here anymore. And there there's some websites that I've seen that have been built within like the past two years that I go and I go, "Ooh, this website is outdated. I don't want to be here anymore because they, they usually they're just homemade um, at that point. And that's fine if you home make your website. But don't um, don't have acid if you're going to do that. Uh, the way I put it is that a website that looks beautiful but does nothing for you is a terrible website. A website that uh, gives a lot of great content but looks terrible is not going to help you either. But having a website that does nothing is uh, or having a no website is going to be better than having a website that does nothing for you, because ultimately, if somebody comes to your website and it's one of those two things, it looks great, but it does nothing or it uh, looks terrible. They're both going to um, make you look bad. And ultimately, when you're trying to build your credibility, when somebody goes looking you up, you won't want them to find that website. So if that's the case, either make your website look nice, make it look professional. So when they find you, they, they build that established credibility with you or let them not find anything at all.
1: Yeah. Years, years and years and eons ago, uh, I read an article and, and I, I hold this information dear to me. And that was uh, about, um, It was written, I believe, by a a graphic designer, website designer, someone like that. And uh, they said that a client came to them because the client went to a local bank um, for a business loan. Everything looked good except the website. And when the bank went to the website to you know see what this business was about this is this is cyber stalking at its best you know people don't want to do business with you without knowing who you are and they're not going to call you up and ask your opinion and they're not going to necessarily speak to your references because you're only going to give the best references so the bank went to the website and the website was so poorly done and so mishmashy and just unprofessional that the assumption was, if this is your website, this is the way you do business, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything, they didn't get the loan. And I hold that, you know, really, really tight, that little bit of information, because it's so important, I think. That it is. Okay. So I'm just starting out. I just, I'm starting my business, I'm going off on my own, or I've been, Trugging along. I look at my website. I'm like, Taryn is a hundred percent, a thousand percent correct. My website looks like poop. What, 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 what do I do? Well, I, I need uh, to restart my website. Tell me what to
2: do. So let's, let's start right. And I'm going to go through this pretty quick. Uh, but let's start right at the beginning there. Uh, you want to make your website for the beginning or you want to restart your website. Start with that strategy. Know what actions you want people to take on pages. Know what the end goal of your website is going to be. It's the same with any funnel you're going to build. You're going to go, okay, great. I'm building this funnel. What is the end result of this funnel? If you start by thinking about what the look of your funnel is going to be first, you're going to end up with a really bad funnel. So do the exact same thing with your website. Start off with the strategy. What is the end result of my funnel? And once you have that in place. Then start to think about, okay, so who, first of all, who is my target market? Who am I making this website for? And what do I want them to see? And then go out and actually talk to your target market figure out what it is that they want how they're thinking about the problem what they want um, as a solution and then build your website from that perspective build your website to talk to what their needs are talk to what their pain points are so that when they come to your website and they read it they immediately go this person already knows exactly what it is that i'm thinking and that's a great way to help um, position yourself as the expert when you already know the pain points of your clients before they talk to you okay so then, once you've talked to people, you've got the strategy in place, you've got the content in place. Next step is going to be design, and just like I said before, go out and um, uh, website hack, design hack, successful websites. Go look at a really successful website, take the designs that you really like, and then uh, build out that website using those designs. And uh, then finally, one of two things: either if you are very technically savvy and graphically savvy, and you can get it done yourself, build it out and do it really well the first time. Don't half ass it. Don't pretend like you're going to get it done later. Um, Just get it done. All right. And if you can't make yourself that promise, if you can't say, I'm going to spend the time to actually get this done, just get a professional to do it. All right. If you have all those other pieces in place, it is incredibly cheap to get a professional to build out that website. The problem is, is that when you go to a cheap professional to build out your website and you don't have anything else in place and you say, hey, I want to get this website built out, they're going to do it their way. And then they're going to charge you for the way they did it because that was the way they wanted it to be done. But just because they're building it out their way doesn't mean it's the right way to build it out. You're hiring graphic designers or you're hiring tech savvy people to build your website. That's fantastic. But without direction, they're not going to get you the solution you're looking for. They're just going to build a solution. Okay. Absolutely. So um, that that is that is my uh, my quick rundown of uh, what you, you need to do if you're you just did it without
0: taking a breath.
1: Yeah, he's young. He's able <laughs> not to not a breath that.
0: was taken. Excellent.
1: Not, not a breath was taken. So I'm gonna equate this to um, you know, let's say that you have you know real allergies, not you know, weird. I don't want to eat wheat this week because it's the new trend. Okay. So let's let's say you've got, you know, real allergies, real, you know, whatever. When you go to a restaurant, you're very specific. Look, I'm allergic to peanuts. Please let me know. I, you know, it it, you you can't cook my food in peanut oil or anywhere near peanuts. I'm heart, I'm highly allergic. You're very specific so that in the end you walk out alive and not you know with an epi pen sticking out of your arm or something take that same task with with your website like don't just say to somebody okay just just go do it uh make sure you know what you want and what what will work best for you yes
2: definitely yeah and and just do those pieces get your get um pull your content together pull your strategy together and get some examples that you want your website to be modeled off of take all that information and then give it to a professional to build it out. And that way, whether they are graphic oriented or they are, uh, technical oriented, they know what it is that you're building out. Um, and then when they actually build out your website, you're going to have something that is going to be much, much, much closer to what it is that you originally wanted. And you're not going through the back and forth process of, oh, you know, actually, can you change this? Oh, you know, can you actually change this? Oh, can you know, can you actually change this? Cause that is going to take so much longer than if you actually spend the time upfront to get the work done. Uh, a great website can take less than a week to build out. All right. It does not take you very long to build a really awesome website. I've seen some really, really awesome websites built out through my company in less than two days. Okay. But the thing is, is that all the work was done ahead of time.
1: Yeah. The strategy
2: was set up ahead of time. The content was set up ahead of time. uh, And everything was set up ahead of time. Okay. So if you do that first, it can happen really fast. But you need to put the work in ahead of time so that you get that done very quickly when it's ready. Okay. So
0: so spend the time on the content, spend the time on the strategy, how you want it laid out. And then the actual physical work of creating that website can be done really, really quick. But you're going to spend the time, the real meat of the time, knowing the strategy and the content. Yes.
1: So tell us what Photoras, the, then, or Taris, uh, Um this was a discussion before we got-
0: Photoras. Yeah, uh, what? We'll do, it could be Photoras.
1: Um Photoras, what- is it that you do? What is it that you can do for people, um, for for businesses? Where do you fit into this
2: grand picture? So uh, I talked about this a little bit earlier about uh, some of the things that I do, but um, the primary thing that I do for people is the done for you service. Like, let's just get it set up. Let's get it going. I have a team. I've got a technical team. I've got a uh, graphic design team that can go in and get it done. So uh, right away, we've got a lot of those pieces that you're initially looking for the creative and the technical um, to get your website set up. Um, But I also have a, Uh, system to help you get all these pieces together. I have uh, an online course that you can take that will actually give you um, uh, the exercises that you need to participate in, in order to get all of your content together. Um, Now, for a lot of people, um, that course is, uh, so actually the the link that you have just down below there, the cohencoaching.com forward slash voters is going to take you to my free gift. Uh, And my free gift is going to give you access to Um, the complete tech stack that I recommend. Um, And what a tech stack is, for those of you that are not sure, it's just all the different tools that I recommend that you use to set up your website. And I've got it laid out from everything from the very beginning with your hosting and your domain services, all the way down to the very end if you're trying to make an advanced website with uh, membership sites and other uh, complex aspects to your website, um, and everything in between, including the graphics and, and all that other stuff. So, What
0: if someone isn't technical? Should they still be going here?
2: Um, sorry?
0: If someone is not a technical person, should they, they still
2: be going here? They should, and the reason for it is that it's going to include some aspects that um, you should be bringing to your professional anyway. Um, And that this actually brings me to uh, usually the point that I bring up last and and whenever uh, I do this talk, which is just own your technology. Okay, don't buy any professional services. Don't get any any expert that says they're an expert um, that says, you know, oh, don't worry about your domain. I'll host that on my server. Or they no, go, or no, they go oh, oh don't worry about your website hosting i'll host it on my server or they go oh don't worry about your website you know we'll, we'll host it on your server but um i'll i'll write the pages myself and they use proprietary software they use like custom coding to build out your website because yeah. these are huge liabilities for you in your business if at any point in time that business goes out of business or that you say, you know what, I don't wanna work with this person anymore because they are a pain in the ass to work with, or let's say they raise the prices exponentially, then if you don't have a tech stack that can be moved from person to person very easily or give you that ease of use so you can take control and do the work yourself if you really want to, then you really don't have an asset in your business when it comes to your website. You have a liability because at any point in time, You can have that other company just go in and say, yep, uh, we're raising the prices from, you know, twenty five dollars a month to take care of it to fifty dollars a month to take care of it to one hundred dollars a month to take care of it. Now it's two hundred fifty dollars a month to take care of it. And you are stuck because the only option is I restart and go back to the beginning and I do everything again or I just keep paying this now growing fee to have my website taken care of for me. So. Biggest thing there and and using this tech stack, I've picked the tools that I have found to be the easiest to use tools that are um, applicable to anybody, whether they are working at the highest level or they're working at the lowest level. Um, These are a lot of these tools are tools that I use in my business myself, Um, and a lot of them have uh, really awesome uh, support and guides online. Uh, to make it so that if you really have questions, you can go and get answers without being stuck in a position where you actually have to come to somebody like me and always ask the question of me to get the answer. That you can, if you want to, find that answer online yourself. Not yeah, to say yeah. that you have to when you work with me. Because usually you just say, hey, I want this done and it gets done.
1: And and I would say at the very, very, very least, go to Taryn, take the course, start to understand what you don't know, no, know that you don't know everything. And, and and this is like the very least. Take the course and you know you don't know what you don't know is the saying. And it's true. You don't know what you don't know until you're like, oh, okay, this this is why you know people click on and then click off my website because a, b, C, and D, um, you know that's my first bit of advice. Absolutely get the free gift. Always get the free gift always get the free gift and my my last thing is uh, Taryn what um what domain name searchy thingy do you use
2: uh, so like a domain name register that's the one there's uh, two registers that I would recommend the first is if you know how to dodge all the upsells is goDaddy um, and GoDaddy just has a phenomenal support service built directly into their system. And if you turn off all the upsells, then your domain can cost you you know, $2.50, which is a heck of a steal considering that um, they have to register with the government. So domains are not like, a, oh, you know, if you buy the domain and it's it is what it is, they actually have to send information off and register your website for you. And when they register your website for you at $2 and 50 cents, they're taking that as a loss lead in hopes that you'll do all the extra upsells and you'll pay them $200 for you know, their base package of building a website. But uh, GoDaddy is phenomenal if you can dodge all those upsells. Uh, if you are a little bit more technical and you want something that is um, personally, I, I find it gives you a little bit more control, um, then you can use Google domains. Uh, those are the two big ones that I would recommend because both of them have uh, a lot of uh, flexibility. Um, but uh, GoDaddy has a much broader support system and Google has uh, actually, it has a built-in security system. So they built right into it um, the, uh, the content protection so you don't have your name or your personal email address or your personal address online because it's behind a um, secure protection layer so that they don't share that extra information online.
1: That's pretty cool. And and we, Barry and I tend to recommend GoDaddy. And the reason why I asked you this is, um, and, and yes, like, no, I just want the name. No, seriously, GoDaddy, I just want the name. No, I don't want you to come clean my house. Well, maybe, I just want the name. Just give me the name, that's it. And the reason why I wanted to bring that up, um, if you have a new business, or you've you don't have a website yet, or you have a new idea, right? You have a new idea and and you're thinking about it, or you're thinking of branching out or something like that. Go to GoDaddy, avoid the add-ons, just do the, you know, 255, usually about $8. $8 for the year. As soon as you think of the domain name, get it. Get it and have it. And then think about, okay, what do I want this website to do? What do I want to go forward with? Do everything that Taryn has told you to do today with your website. Take his class. Please take his class. Do the course first. And then, you know what, if you decide that this is not a way you want to go or a new product or a new service that you want or something specialized, you spent $8, you spent $10, big deal. So always get that domain name. That's my personal advice
0: to people. If you it's,
1: think about it, get the domain name. And then, you know. And to give
0: you an you idea. Yeah. Um, to give you go ahead, Karen.
2: <laughs> I was just gonna I was just gonna affirm Catherine there. Uh, definitely buy your domain names. Um domain names are cheap. Um if you're like me, it doesn't take you long before you've racked up over a hundred. But ultimately, um oh, yeah. you know, having having that many domains. Um, if you bought them throughout the year, you can actually, you, every time you buy a new domain, it becomes something else that you can write off, right? Because each one is potentially applicable to your business and you making money and you get a receipt for all of them. So you can write off all those domains that you purchase, but you actually have to t- keep track of that. So it's, it's not like it's going to, um, cost you a whole lot of, uh, a whole lot extra. Um, but definitely go in, buy those domains, get them before they're gone get them. Even if you think you might use it. Um, and keep keep on trend with the big domain names. So get your .coms um, if you can get them first, because those ones are going to be the most valuable. And then past that, get the .cas, the .us, Uh, if you're in some of the fancier ones, you might be looking at .io or, you know, others, but definitely the .com is going to be something that is going to be exponentially more valuable to you than if you get anything else. If you go to do mywebsite.com, you're going to go to a photographer in New Zealand. I wish I had that website.com. Um, so don't, don't do what I did and pick a domain that is, first of all, don't do what I did and pick a domain that isn't actually related to anything. Um, pick a domain that's actually related to you and your business. Um, that's still a big problem that I have. I have to transition my entire website over to a brand new domain. And that's going to be a time-consuming thing when it comes down to it. Um, but don't do what I did. Pick a domain that's related to your business right away. Um, and then build your website based off that.
0: Yeah, that, that's pretty huge. You know, when, whenever we have an idea, um, if it's for new business, it's for, for just for fun. If it's a business, we're going to sit there with the GoDaddy website open And we're in Arizona, so we're going to have the Arizona Secretary of State's website open so we could see if the domain's available and the trade name's available. Yeah. And we want to make sure they match up. It's not available on one or the other. You know what? Come up with a different name. You know, in in our case right now, CohenCoaching.com, the domain was taken. Uh, It cost me a few extra bucks to get the domain CohenCoaching.com, but I did not want to go with a .NET or .US or something like that because... When it comes to the business, the dot com is the most important. Um, but that being said, when we do our live events, we have our event is called ignite your success. Dot com was not available, but I went with in this case, I went with dot events. Ignite ignite your your success dot events. Because it's an event, because it's not something that's up all the time, and people are really being directed to it. It's not something that you're worried about search or SEO or anything like that because yeah. people are being directed right to it. Here's the link, click on it. So I was more comfortable with that. But as far as those those really high end, uh, you know, the .dot com in your case .dot ca, um, which is common uh, in Canada, because in case everyone doesn't know by his accent, he is in Canada, and he's bundled up.
2: Uh, yeah, I am bundled up. I got my sweater on. We could be
0: doing this in July and you'd still be bundled up up there in Canada. It's true. So no,
2: I, I'd probably be wearing a t-shirt in July. I uh, it could, be, it could week. be like negative ten degrees outside. I'd be walking around with a t-shirt. I just happen to be not moving, so that's why I'm wearing the sweater. Got it.
1: And a lovely sweater it is, Taryn. <laughs>
2: Thank you.
0: Okay, so I think we've beaten the domain name thing into the ground by now. Yes. <laughs> yes. We have, yeah. Okay, excellent. Is there anything else important that you think our viewers and listeners should know?
2: Um, that just goes right back to the the biggest thing is your technology. Just own it. Yeah. Um, don't don't do yourself a disservice by cheaping out at, or doing the easy route now because you're like, oh well, you know, it might cost me an extra twenty bucks, and you know, I get to have somebody else deal with the problem. Just buy it yourself, own it yourself. It's easy to give people access to it so that they can take care of all the back end tech work. Uh, and a lot of servers and domain hostings can help you out with a lot of that kind of tech work as well. Yeah, but yeah. don't put yourself in a position where you're putting it all on somebody else because then you're, I, I literally put it as you are a hostage with, um, oh, what is that syndrome that where? Uh, oh, uh, um, the, the one where you're like. Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. You're like a yes. hostage with Stockholm syndrome when you pay somebody else to manage all that stuff for you. Because yeah. really, you're a hostage, but you don't feel like a hostage until that point in time where they actually start to make you feel like a hostage. And then you don't have a way out. So don't put yourself in that position. Just buy the tech ahead of time. Okay?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So let's, um, first of all, show everyone this domain again for those listening on the podcast to the recording it's cohencoaching.com slash photaris photo mm-hmm. spelled p-h-o-t-o-r-a-s that's photo r-a-s go there you'll you'll download terrence freebie uh it, it's a resource that is worth a zillion dollars so just go there go get it you won't be disappointed um Let's see. If you're watching us on Facebook, make sure you like our Facebook page, Funnel and Follow-Up. If you're watching us on YouTube, click the subscribe button and that little bell icon so you get reminded when we're going live. What else? iTunes, Google, iHeartRadio, any place you're listening to us in podcast land. Freaker, Stitcher, blah, blah, blah. Subscribe okay. to us. Leave a review. We love reviews. Good, bad, or no. We don't like bad reviews. Just leave us a You review. know what? If
1: it's a bad review, then we'll just, you know, if, we'll, if it's we'll, a bad we'll take re- it under advisement.
0: If it's a bad review, just put your address down. Just yeah. know where you are, and we'll talk okay. about it. So, Taryn, thank you so much for being our guest. Uh, and actually, it was last minute for you to come on here. Uh, but we truly appreciate your time and your incredible knowledge. Thank you so yep. much.
2: Um, I really appreciate the invitation. Uh, I, I love the fact that, you know, we, were just happen, we just happen to have a conversation and there just happened to be an opportunity. So I was really happy to be able to get on here with you guys um, and to be able to share my knowledge. Because uh, I, at the end of the day, I, if I have all this information, I'm not sharing it. I'm just another person that knows a lot that doesn't do anything with it. So,
1: well, thank you. Thank you for sharing.
2: And to our audience, bye-bye. bye bye. Bye. Bye.